everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Love, Sex and Psych. My name is Amy and I hope you guys are all having a great week. Oh my god, it has been a long time since I have uploaded an episode. I have been all over the place actually, all over the globe to be honest. I actually just got back from a trip to Bali. I was there for two weeks with two of my besties and it was so much fun. But before that, to be honest, I was in a little bit of a slump with the podcast. I just didn't have the greatest ideas flowing to me. Nothing felt really important, like episode wise. I just wasn't really motivated and I just needed a break, I think, just to get the ideas flowing again and inspiration flowing. But let me tell you, after that break, I'm definitely feeling a lot more motivated and really, really excited to be recording again, which I am so happy and glad about because I was really worried. I was like, oh no, what if I've lost my spark with the podcast? But as of right now, I think it's back. So I do want to say sorry for all of the loyal listeners that may have been missing the episodes. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn and think that there's people out there that are waiting every week for my episode uploads, but I do know for a fact that there are people that really enjoy listening to this every week. So to those people out there, sorry for not uploading. I really do appreciate you. I've had some really nice messages over the past few weeks when I haven't been recording from people just telling me how much the podcast has helped them and I really really appreciate that those messages really made me feel good so thank you so much but yeah as of right now we are back to regularly scheduled programming at least I hope so anyway I am so excited about this week's episode because it's a topic that I feel very strongly about I feel very passionately about and it has impacted my life hugely and I'm sure it has impacted so many listeners' lives as well. I'm going to be talking all about body image, particularly body image as a woman. I'm just jumping in here to give a quick disclaimer. Although I do have a psychology degree, I'm not a registered psychologist. So please remember that any advice or recommendations I make in this podcast is not professional advice and it should not be taken in replacement to seeking professional help. If you are struggling, please reach out to your GP. Okay, back to the episode. Now the title of this episode probably sounds a little bit controversial and if you're not on TikTok, you probably have no clue what I'm on about when I wrote the female Roman Empire is being skinny. Okay, so I'll just explain it for all of you non-TikTok users. Basically, there was this big thing going around on TikTok that suggested men are constantly thinking about the Roman Empire. There was videos of girls going up to their boyfriends and asking them, hey, babe, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And they think for a minute and go, at least once a week. Or some of them even said every day. And it was apparently this universal thing that men constantly think about the Roman Empire. And to be honest, I don't want to sound thick headed, but I didn't really know much about the Roman Empire. Like, to be honest, what is the Roman Empire? I don't really get it. I'm not a history fanatic, but for some reason, a lot of men of the world love thinking about the Roman Empire. And then that trend kind of 
blossomed into girls talking about their equivalents of the Roman Empire. So what are certain things that girls as a collective or women as a collective think about all the time? And some women's equivalents to the Roman Empire that I saw on TikTok were the Salem Witch Trials or Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is 100% my Roman Empire. I think about her every single day without fail. My fellow Swifties here, how are we all going after the after 1989 Taylor's version came out? Are we coping? Also, <laughs> how are we all coping seeing all the photos of her and Travis Kelsey? I am just obsessed. Anyway, we're not going to go into Taylor Swift because I'll go on a tangent and probably start crying. I love her so much. Other women's equivalents of the Roman Empire that I saw are certain books or TV series for me are book slash tv series that is my roman empire is normal people oh my lord if you haven't read that book or watched that series do it right this second it's incredible but be prepared for emotional damage and then obviously if you couldn't catch by the title of this episode many many women think about their bodies or the need to be skinny constantly and that is a female Roman Empire. Now, obviously, not all women have insecurities. Not all women suffer with body image issues or obsess over their weight. But I think for a lot of us, it is really, really prevalent. And that's sort of why I wanted to call this episode The Female Roman Empire Being Skinny, because I think for a lot of women, it is on the forefront of our minds all the time. We are sort of obsessed with how we look, how people perceive us and how our bodies are. So in this episode, I kind of just wanted to have a big discussion all about body image, dealing with insecurities, the pressures of trying to adhere to beauty standards and the pressure we put on ourselves as women to look a certain way. And I do want to preface that I'm not so much going to be giving advice in this episode because as we'll delve into I definitely don't think I am a qualified person to give advice on how to love your body because I definitely really do struggle with body image issues and my body is 100% my Roman Empire. (laughs) I unfortunately am one of those people that has obsessive thoughts about my body and anything to do with it. So... I am definitely not qualified to be advising you all on how to love your body, but I just thought having a general chat about this topic and about the influences that cause women to have these obsessions with how they look would be interesting. And yeah, I feel really passionately about this topic. So I hope it's a good episode and I hope you all enjoy it. Basically, the thing that sort of sparked this idea in my mind to record this episode all about body image was another TikTok reference. My apologies, I always talk about TikTok on this podcast, but that's what happens when you have like eight hours of screen time a day. I know, terrible. Anyway, (laughs) I saw a TikTok the other day of a girl and she was basically talking about how being skinny is her Roman empire. And in this video, she was sharing that she came to the realization that this thought of trying to change her body or obsessing over her body and becoming 
and trying to become skinnier has been a constant thought since she was literally 10 years old when she can first remember comparing how her body looked to how her friend's bodies looked. And this really just sparked something within me because I've never actually sat down to think, when did these thoughts about my body and when did this sort of self-consciousness, if that's a word, come about? And I realized there's not a time in my life that I don't remember not being self-conscious or not being aware of how my body looked. It's definitely kind of ebbed and flowed, I guess. There's been stages in my life where I've been more confident than others or stages in my life where I've been really insecure than others. But the basic sort of self-awareness of how I look And I guess comparison to other people around me and the media has always been a constant for as long as I can remember. Now, for me, I don't have a specific incident that I remember where I sort of became self-conscious or became aware of my body. But I remember many moments through my childhood that were plagued by thoughts of wanting to change myself and wanting to look different. There's a few examples that I can remember that I'll share with you all. So the first one, I think a lot of girls that are my age, maybe in your 20s now or even in your 30s, where you kind of grew up watching the Victoria's Secret fashion show, you might be able to relate to this. But I was absolutely obsessed with the Victoria's Secret fashion show when I was younger. And I was probably watching this when I was like 10 years old and if you don't know what this is, it's basically just a runway of all these incredibly gorgeous and very, very thin supermodels in lingerie. It happened, I think, once a year and it was amazing. I mean, the lingerie is incredible. The women are stunning. But seeing that as a 10-year-old and kind of idolizing that was probably not very good for my body image and my sense of self. I used to watch YouTube videos when I was younger on what the Victoria's Secret Angels diets were like, what workouts they did, and I would try and emulate that. I definitely wasn't dieting at 10, but I was idolizing these women and idolizing their lifestyle and how they worked out three times a day and how much or how little they ate and I thought when I'm older I want to be like that and it was literally my dream to be a Victoria's Secret model. Another thing I used to do which this is so bizarre (laughs) I remember wrapping my stomach in cling film I think I put like Vaseline or maybe it was VapoRub all over my stomach wrapped it in cling film because somewhere whether it on be on YouTube or Google I have no idea somewhere I read or watched that if you do this you'll lose weight or wake up with a flat toned stomach which is crazy to think that as a child I was going to these lengths to change my body but I kind of think this is a common experience for young girls to have done this because I've seen women share their experiences online and say that they've done this exact same thing (laughs) Which, I mean, it's not funny. It's pretty sad. But to think that we were all doing these bizarre things, try and change our body. Yeah, it's it's confronting, but you've got to kind of laugh. I mean, otherwise we'll cry. 
another thing I did. This one, I to be honest, I think it's more funny than anything. It must have been before I kind of properly hit puberty and, you know, blossomed into a woman. Ew, that's a gross thing to say, but it was before my boobs grew, full stop. So I really wanted to have big boobs when I was younger, before anything grew. And what I did was I watched YouTube videos or YouTube tutorials on how to use makeup to contour my chest to make my boobs look bigger and I did this one day I used like a cream contour and I contoured my chest to make it look like I had cleavage (laughs) and after doing this I wanted to show my mum me and my mum have a very close relationship and I tell her everything and so even back then apparently I wanted to tell her everything and I wanted to show her that I'd contoured my boobs I ran into the living room where she was sitting probably wearing like a little singlet or tank top or something. And I was screaming, mom, mom, I contoured my boobs. Run in there and she is sat next to a man I've never met. It was a boyfriend. And yeah, that is how I met one of my mom's boyfriends for the first time. So that was lovely. Um... (laughs) I literally didn't wait for their reaction. I sprinted back out of the room, mortified. It was not fun. (laughs) But I just think that's funny. The fact that I was trying to change my body and I would even go to lengths of putting makeup on my body to change it. I remember even trying to contour abs onto my stomach. And actually, come to think of it, I did just say this was like before I hit puberty, but I think it must have been after because obviously it was when my mum was in her single and dating era and I was a little bit older then. So maybe let's say I was like 13. Now, I'll happily admit that I don't go to these lengths anymore to try and change the way I look. Although I do deal with a lot of insecurity I do think I am somewhat accepting of myself and at the moment, the stage that I'm in, I'm not so much trying to love and completely adore the way I look. I'm just trying to be more neutral with myself and I think so much we put emphasis on really loving yourself and absolutely adoring your body but that's not always possible especially if you're coming from a place of really low self-confidence sometimes we just need to aim to be neutral with ourselves and what that means is maybe not completely loving the way you look but not hating it either you're just neutral you accept the way you look and you don't put yourself down but you might not overly hype yourself up either You just accept yourself. You say, this is the way I look. I can't change it. So I'm going to accept it and I'm not going to cry over it. I may not be in a place where I can really celebrate my body right now, but at least I'm not going to be putting myself down. Now, I want to discuss a few factors that influence this obsession with our bodies that a lot of women face, because obviously we're not born like this. Women aren't born with an innate need to strive for perfection or an innate obsession with the way that their bodies look. It's not 
in our genes for us as little girls to be wrapping our stomachs in cling film or contouring our boobs or contouring abs onto our stomach. (laughs) There's factors that sort of condition us to feel this way and to develop these feelings and obsessions. Now, a really obvious one that we've all that we all probably know about is the unachievable beauty standard that we are constantly presented with in the media. I spoke about the Victoria's Secret fashion show before and it was literally all the tiniest tiny girls you've ever seen all over six foot. They are such a minority in society that barely anyone looks like that. And that's what we're being presented with as the epitome of beauty. And when we are constantly being presented with that, not only in the Victoria's Secret fashion show, but in the whole fashion industry, in advertising, in movies, it really puts a lot of pressure on the general public or women to look like that. Because when you don't see your own body type, represented in the media I guess it sort of makes you think why isn't my body type good enough to be shown up on the tv or included in those fashion shows maybe you might question there must be something wrong with my body then if I if people with my body type aren't included in these things then what's wrong with my body type you know what I mean and it's also the way that women's bodies are spoken about in the media like in magazines and stuff like that honestly this topic angers me so much but it's really really devastating to read how women's bodies are spoken about like for example Jennifer Lawrence in the Hunger Games she I'm pretty sure she got a bit of backlash for her weight in the Hunger Games movies people were saying that she's too big to be Katniss and That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. First of all, she is not big. She is tiny. How how can she be too big to play? It's really upsetting. And there's things like this constantly. Media outlets are constantly commenting on women's bodies. And then women are reading these magazines, obviously, and thinking, oh, if Jennifer Lawrence is too big, then what am I? You know, Jennifer Lawrence is a stunning movie star. And if they're calling her too big, then bloody hell, like, Lord help me because I must be an elephant. You know what I mean? (laughs) I know I'm kind of making jokes about this situation, but it really is an issue and it really perpetuates women to have these really devastating, unhealthy, obsessive thoughts about themselves and to be so insecure and lack self-confidence. And women already face so much shit in society and you know I'm not really going to go into the whole feminism thing right now but I will just say I'm a huge feminist and women already face a lot of crap from the world and we don't need to be tearing women down in magazines and making them feel insecure about the way they look and this tearing of women down doesn't just happen in print media. It's happening on social media as well from random users. I remember not long after the Barbie movie came out, 
I was seeing people post photos of Margot Robbie on TikTok and saying that she's not even that attractive. She's mid. And they were using this photo of Margot Robbie where she had no makeup on. She looked absolutely stunning. And these people are posting her saying, oh, she's mid. She's not even that attractive. Okay. First of all, Margot Robbie is one of the most beautiful humans I've ever seen in my life. How are these users going to post that she is not even that attractive and think that's okay? And also how damaging to women that are seeing that, seeing one of the most gorgeous women be teared down like that. I don't know. From my point of view, I saw that post and thought, Jesus, if they are tearing Margot Robbie down, imagine what those people would say about me. They'd probably say, fuck, what a troll. <laughs> it's, But it's the truth, you know. You can't tear down Margot Robbie and not expect women to feel insecure about themselves. One last factor I want to go over that influences the way women are obsessed with their bodies is the way we as young girls are raised. Being a young girl is a really interesting time and from an early age we really experience an emphasis put on the way that we look. Young girls are taught that our looks are really important from an early age and from an early age there's this pressure to look perfect and always look put together and even if it's not directly you know put on you by your parents It's even just sort of indirectly conditioned into us from observing older women around us. For example, if your mum goes to work every day and before she goes to work, she might do her hair and do her makeup and put some perfume on, put on a nice outfit and get really put together. Whereas you see your dad go to work, he rolls out of bed 10 minutes before work, puts on his work uniform and off he goes. I mean, that's definitely a stereotype. I'm sure not all parents are like that, but stereotypically, women put in so much effort into their appearance and seeing women do that as a young girl and then seeing men do the opposite and not really care much about the way they look really sort of reinforces this idea that women always need to be put together, we need to look perfect, and our value relies on our appearance. Now, there might not be much we can do directly to influence the way the media is right now, the way the media is talking about women's bodies and how women's bodies are spoken about on social media. But something that I think us as women really need to be conscious of to help reduce the damage that is done to women's insecurities and self-esteem is we really need to stop commenting on other women's bodies. I think it is so common among women for us to praise weight loss. And yes, in some situations that might be appropriate. Maybe your friend is openly going to the gym and has openly told you they are trying to lose weight. Maybe in that situation, praising them when they tell you they've lost a bit of weight is a good thing. But... It's the unsolicited comments about weight loss that I don't think are healthy because weight loss isn't always healthy, point blank. And we shouldn't be praising someone for losing weight because you don't know why they've lost weight and you don't know what's going on in their life that has influenced that. Now I'm going to tell a little story. A couple of years ago, 
I want to say maybe, maybe it wasn't a couple, maybe it was a year or a year and a half ago. I dealt with, I wouldn't say a full-blown eating disorder because I was never diagnosed, but it was definitely disordered eating habits and I lost a lot of weight in a short period of time and I was very unhealthy. And I went to an appointment one day and I walked in and the lady that I was seeing goes, oh, Amy, you look so tiny, you look so skinny, like you've lost so much weight, blah, blah, blah. I wish I looked like that or I remember when I looked like that. I can't remember exactly the wording, but she said something along those lines of I want to look like that or something like that. And I just thought, oh, God, this is probably the worst thing you could say to me right now because I feel so sick, like my body is so weak, so underfed, so unhealthy and I was the saddest I had ever been and I was getting praised for how good my body looked even though I was putting my body through absolute hell and I know this lady didn't come from a bad place. I know she was genuinely trying to compliment me but That's the thing. We just never know what somebody's going through and especially commenting on people's bodies. It's just such a sensitive subject and it's just unnecessary. It's just an unnecessary compliment in my opinion. So I definitely think we need to stop praising weight loss and commenting on it when we might notice it in other people. Something else we also really need to stop praising is how quickly women quote-unquote bounce back after giving birth. I reckon this whole bounce back thing is just so unhealthy. Women get idolized in the media for how quickly they can lose their baby weight and get back to their post, sorry, pre-pregnancy body. For example, Emily Ratatowski, I think that's how you say her name, or M Radda on Instagram. She was absolutely idolized for how quickly she got back to her pre-baby body. And while that's great for her, if she's healthy, then amazing. But that's not attainable for everybody. Not everybody has millions of dollars that they can put into a dietitian approved diet, into a personal trainer into babysitters so that they can go to the gym etc etc so you know this idolization of how quickly people can bounce back after having a baby is ridiculous especially when we think these women literally just gave birth they just pushed a baby out of their vagina and everyone is worrying about how quickly their body can go back to how it used to look I think that's so unhealthy, so unnecessary and it just shouldn't be something that we comment on ever. I mean, we might not be able to stop the media from commenting on it, but we can stop ourselves from commenting on it. And I think the change comes from the individual. So if you guys listening want to make a change and want to try and create a better environment for the women around you, then I think it's really good to be aware of these types of things. Now I want to have a bit of a chat of things that I am trying to do to help myself when I'm feeling insecure. Now, as I said at the beginning of the episode, I am by no means an expert on this topic of 
trying to help myself when I'm feeling insecure or trying to improve my body confidence. In the past two years, I have honestly noticed a decline in my confidence levels and the way I feel about my body or how positively I feel about my body. Years before that, I remember being quite confident, quite accepting of myself and really happy with how I looked. But certain factors in my life just sort of put that on a decline. I, as you guys know, was in a toxic relationship for a while. I dealt with depression and as I spoke about earlier, some disordered eating habits and all those factors sort of had led me to feel quite insecure and deal with some quite difficult body image issues. But now that I'm kind of on the other side of that toxic relationship and that depression and those disordered eating habits, I do think I am noticing an increase in how accepting of myself I am. But of course, it is a work in progress. I don't think I'm at that level that I used to be at of loving myself, but I'm definitely nowhere near as bad as I used to be. And these are just some things that I try to do to help myself when I'm feeling insecure or just little things that I tell myself to try and ease those obsessive thoughts because I never want to be controlled by my insecurities. And I think that's something that we all need to try and not do. We should never allow our insecurities to rule our life or stop us from doing what we want to do. So one thing I like to tell myself, which I think is a bit of fun, I I actually love telling myself this and I love telling my friends this as well. I tell myself, I'm only going to be this young once. I'm only going to look this youthful once. And when I'm older, I'll probably look back at photos of myself in my 20s and think, oh my God, I looked amazing. Just remind yourself to enjoy your youthful body. You know, being young is such a blessing. You can do whatever you want to do. Your body is healthy. It's agile. You're fit. And every day we're only getting older. That might be a scary thought, but remind yourself that because it's going to remind you to just accept what you look like and not worry about it. When you are 80, you're not going to look back at a photo of you at 21 and think, oh God, I should have lost that five kilos that I was worrying about. You're probably going to think, God, she was so cool. She had so much fun. She looks unreal. So if you're having a moment of insecurity, I want you to imagine yourself at 80 years old, looking back at a photo of you as you are right now and think about what your 80-year-old self might think about you. Most likely, your 80-year-old self is going to be thinking, wow, I was beautiful. Another thing that I ask myself is, do I really want to waste my life worrying about how I look when I should be focusing on enjoying my life? This question sort of popped into my mind when I realized just how long and how much of my life I have spent worrying about the way I look. As I said earlier in the episode, this has been a constant thought in my mind since I was a little child. Do I really want to continue that narrative of worrying about the way I look for the rest of my life? Do I want that to be a constant for me? No, I want to accept myself and enjoy my life and not have these worries niggling in the back of my mind. I don't want to allow my securities to stop me from doing what I want to do. And I know this isn't the case for a lot of people. I know some people, unfortunately, 
fall victim to their insecurities and allow their insecurities to stop them from living the life that they want to live. For example, people might not go to the beach because they don't want to be in a bikini. But we really, really need to aim to not waste our life worrying about how we look because in the grand scheme of things, it does not matter. And again, go back to that thought of, am I going to look back at a photo of me at 21 when I'm 80 and think, oh, I'm glad I didn't go to the beach on that day because I look disgusting. No, when you're 80, you're probably going to wish you did all those spontaneous beach trips, wish you wore whatever you wanted to because our time on earth is so limited. And I know I'm getting pretty deep here, but this is a deep issue. Worrying about our bodies really takes so much from us, takes away so much quality of life when you stop yourself from living a full life and doing whatever you want to do. We cannot let worrying about how our bodies look stop us from living the way we want to live and doing what we want to do. One last thing I want to discuss that is really important for me and has actually really helped me deal with my insecurities is surrounding myself with a good group of friends. Good friends are so important for so many reasons, but as a woman, it's especially important to surround yourself with good girlfriends that don't bring you down and that don't tear down other women either. A good group of girlfriends needs to be uplifting each other and hyping each other up and just bringing out the best in each other. I have had friendships in the past where the girls would constantly tear down other women make snide comments about other women and while they may not necessarily be saying that directly to me it's just not a good energy or environment to be around when you're friends with someone that is being a bitch to other women and talking terribly about other women's bodies as a woman we need to be surrounded by women that uplift other women now as i said earlier At the very beginning of the episode, I just got back from a trip to Bali a few days ago and going to Bali with two of my best girlfriends was so good and honestly pretty healing for me and my insecurities. Before the trip, I was quite worried about how I would feel about my body, you know, going to the beach all the time and being in a bikini While I wasn't going to let that insecurity stop me from doing what I wanted to do, I was just worried that I would feel insecure on the trip and I didn't want it to taint my time away. But being in Bali with my two best friends in a bikini all the time, being naked in front of each other because we were sharing a room a lot of the time, it was so natural and normal and it really made me feel so comfortable in myself because we would make jokes about the way our bodies looked when we were really bloated we'd be jiggling our stomach around or I'd be doing bizarre positions with my body to make them laugh and like clenching my bum cheeks (laughs) that's probably really oversharing but my friends find it really funny when I do that and I love making them laugh so I love giving them (gasps) can you guys hear that thunder oh my god I love giving them a good clench. (laughs) There is literally a thunderstorm rolling in. So hopefully that isn't too distracting in the background of the episode. But I'm nearly finished. So that's good. 
it's also just started torrential raining so apologies if you can hear that but anyway I'm gonna keep going maybe it'll be like some relaxing ambience in the background (laughs) but yeah being around two really great friends who I didn't feel judged by one little bit who we were able to make jokes about our bodies together and just feel comfortable you know maybe not sitting or posing in the most attractive angles and also being able to talk about our insecurities with each other we are able to discuss together what parts of our body we're insecure about and then we can tell each other girl you're silly for feeling insecure about that well yes you're valid to have insecurities you're beautiful blah 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 so having good friends is so so important and if you feel that your friends tear you down or tear down other women I suggest distancing yourself because it's just not worth it especially if you're on a self-love journey and trying to better your self-confidence you really need to put yourself in a situation where that's going to be easy for you and being around negative people that tear others down or tear you down isn't going to make it easy at all. Okay guys that brings us to the end of this episode. It was a long one. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I loved recording. I'm so glad to be back recording. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. Don't forget to answer the poll and the question on Spotify. I love seeing all the answers on there. You guys can follow the podcast TikTok and Instagram. It's love, sex and psych on both. I don't post so much on the Instagram, but if you ever want to DM me, you can DM that Instagram and I love reading your DMs. So please feel free to message me if you would like to. Thank you again for all of your support and for listening to the podcast every week. I appreciate it so much and I will be speaking to you all in the next episode. Bye.